0: Welcome to the Artist Academy Podcast, a place where you focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and today's episode is all about finding out how good is good enough, whether it's your painting abilities or the products you're putting out or whatever. How do you know? When it's good enough, when you should stop, when you should call it good, when you should wash your brushes and walk away, <laughs> when you should fight perfectionism, and when you should learn lean into it. I'm going to be talking today about some of the experiences I've had and still have of finding out when is good enough and when I think I determine my own good enough and maybe how you could too. So just to give you a little bit of backstory, I'm a painter with a goal to make money I'm not as much of what I would consider a true artist who is in love with the craft and history of it all, you know. And for a long time, I was slightly ashamed to admit that. I thought that wanting to make money made me sound greedy or less than other artists who wanted to talk about colors and. A way that I just didn't appreciate them. I wanted to spend hours and hours perfecting this one little tiny leaf in a painting to make it look just absolutely perfect. And I just didn't have the interest in that. <laughs> I wanted to create a good product that looked really that the customer was happy with and that I was happy with. And after a while, I just said, heck with it. And I leaned into my business-minded artistic side, heavy on the business-minded. and. I realized that I'm really good at making money with a paintbrush and I make a lot of it and in not very many hours. And I teach that because that's what I'm passionate about. So if you're interested in how to make a profit with a paintbrush and not just the history behind it, then I have a really big tip for you, which see, I don't mind painting something random if someone pays me enough. And I don't mind stopping a project or walking away when it's at the good enough stage. And if a customer doesn't have an amazing budget, then I don't mind, I'm not gonna make an amazingly realistic best of my ability painting. And I'm okay with doing a good job, but not just an amazing one if the situation calls for it. And I think that is the key to making good money with your art And having this work-life balance of not fretting over every little detail and making sure everything's perfect, I stop after a few hours instead of taking the entire day to make one painting. Because if the customer's happy with it after a few hours, why would I stay and do the entire day or week wasted, not necessarily wasted, but to make that product just that much better when the customer's happy with it already, just to prove it to myself, I don't know. I think there's good in each way, but accepting when is good enough and having everybody be happy with it, not necessarily outrageously happy with it, might be the key to this all. And I take that theory into the rest of my work life, not just painting. Because you see, if I spent just a couple more months on that book that I just wrote called Mural Money, if I spent... Couple more months on that, I knew it would be that much better. I could have added more humor and less rambling and more whimsical words to help paint the picture of every story that I told within the pages, but I didn't. I called it done and I moved on after six months of writing and editing. (laughs) Six months that's it, to write a 15-hour Audible book and record it and put it out there and have it edited and everything. (laughs) And there's a couple mistakes within that. There's a couple editing mistakes in there and people have told me about and I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) It's done. It's uploaded. And I moved on. I don't care. (laughs) But I think about that sometimes. So I guess it's not really fair to say I don't care. I do care. But... I just for muraling, especially having so much practice in muraling, I know that perfectionism is not necessarily the best trait to have when painting a giant mural and learning when to just slap a paintbrush mark on a landscape and then step back from it and see if it looks good and maybe not have to use a tiny, tiny brush on a mural. Maybe just the big brush is fine. Just putting on a highlight and putting on the shadow and backing up and seeing if it makes sense rather than taking just a lot of time to do the little bitty details that nobody is really going to see, especially if it's up high or far away. Or, you know, a mural is meant to be seen the broad picture. And so I know that if the broad picture of my art business is done well, all the little details don't necessarily matter. But those thoughts are still there sometimes. Like, The idea that every single time I record one of these solo podcast episodes, I seriously consider lighting the whole thing on fire and starting over. I'm tempted to spend maybe just another hour going back over the subject that I just talked about, but this time make it sound so much smoother, make the stories sound more compelling, make the points better make less rambling like there's so many things that i would like to do every time i record a podcast episode if i spent just another hour doing it it would be i don't know 20% better but i don't most of the time i'd say 99% of the time i don't just scrap the episode i just let it go because i know that i made my points maybe it's not perfect in the way that i made them maybe it could have been done a little bit better But it would take so much longer, double my time that I don't have, that I don't want to spend sitting in front of the mic. I already spent an hour sitting down, making notes, writing captions, writing out everything and recording it and putting it out there and sending it to the editor. It's done. I don't need to spend another hour because I know that the reason I do this is to show up and teach you and Even if it's in the most imperfect way, I think it kind of shows you that it doesn't have to be perfectly perfect every time too. So why would I think it needs to be? Because that's what I teach. Just put something out there. Have fun with it. Do a painting and post it. Write a caption in 10 seconds. Don't overthink about it. Just put it out there. Put a website up because you're going to change it, right? Every time anybody puts any website up, it doesn't have to be perfect the first time because it's going to be changed multiple times throughout your art career. And then once you get it fine, it's fine. <laughs> but the first product is never the perfect one. It gets finessed and and all of that. And it's the same thing with every mural design that I create. You know, At one point or another, I look at it and think, why didn't I stretch my creativity just a little bit further to make it a little bit more unique? Recently, I just painted for Sony in their event in Utah. Loved it. It was such a cool event. They hired me to paint two big paintings, doing live painting, and then we did one that was an interactive painting. But I created the designs. They sent over their brand template with the colors and their images that they were using, and I put it all together in a mural format, and they had one correction, and that was it on each one. It was just to add a little thing. And that was it. It was done. It was great. They were the perfect customer. But when I was there and I was painting, I'm like, man, I could have made this just a little bit more creative. But I erred on the side of making it very heavily branded to them using what I know what they would like. I was creative in it, but it could have been just a little bit better. (laughs) However, everybody at the event thought it was great. I had nothing but compliments. Nobody came up to me and say, you could have been a little bit more creative with that. No, it was just me. But I think about that all the time, especially in the mock-up process when it's so hard to get the image on paper and get it to where the customer likes it. And finally you're like, here it is. And it's sometimes it turns into something that maybe isn't very creative, but you just want to please the customer and then you're painting it and you're not really liking it as much because it is so heavily branded and it's like, man, maybe I should have pushed them to be a little bit more creative or the worst thing is when I complete a project and then I see somebody else's project and I'm like, that is way better. (laughs) Your lettering is way better than your font is way better done than me or the colors that you use. Sometimes when people use weird colors, like hunter green and peach together, I'm like, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Why I'm here using primary colors and they're like using these awesome colors that are not normal or not basic. I'm like, man, but I have those thoughts all the time, but I just kind of put it back and just paint anyway, because if the customer is happy with it, the customer's happy. That's all I care about. Well, okay. That's not all I care about. My standard idea of it is if I put about 80% of my effort into it, then it's good enough. I don't have to put hundred percent in or a thousand percent in. If I put, you know, I don't have to have sleepless nights. I don't need to be working until the very, very end. If I put 80% of my effort and I'm happy with it, that's great. Sometimes I'll send a picture to somebody and be like, Hey, do you think this looks finished? Mostly my customer. Or do you like this? Recently, for example, I was painting this rose wall in this Airbnb here locally. And the customer was a girl that I knew locally, like friends of friends. And I could just tell that she wasn't super excited about the Rose Wall, although I had created a little mock-up for her. She liked that, we started doing it. And she just wasn't ecstatic about it. So I was like, hey, I was thinking about coloring in a couple of these roses. because They were like line drawings. And she's like, yeah, let's try those. I'm like, okay. And then I got to going and I'm like, actually, it looks pretty good at the end result. What do you think? And she's like, actually, if you could color some in, that'd be great. i was like, okay. So I made some and then we just kept going and she liked it a lot better. Fast forward, we go to another wall, this other rose design. I did some outline roses, loved it. Oh my gosh, I loved it. And she was like, hey, can we color those in too? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I really hesitant to this one because I really liked the design that I had, but I colored it in any way. And it took not very long extra, but she suggested it and I was like, okay, if you hate it, it's not on me. I didn't say that out loud, but I was thinking it (laughs) and colored it in. I, I liked it way better. That was a time where the customer's input was great, but I would have stopped a little early. That was a good enough for me point. However, confirmed with my customer, it was not good enough for her. So I added a little bit. And so good enough for me, good enough for her, good enough. And this whole mural was... It didn't take that long and the second wall actually took way less time than the first wall but she liked both of them equally and so it's not necessarily the time spent on it it's just if it's a mutual appreciation with the end product and 90 percent of the time when i'm working on a mural i will stop and think to myself maybe i should add a little bit more details to this flower or this butterfly or this certain section of the mural but I've trained myself now to just, okay, put it on there, put a highlight, put a shadow, put it up. Doesn't have to be perfect, move on. And sometimes, if I think that something should be added, whether it's a drop shadow on a letter or something, actually, that's what happened at the Sony event. There was lettering and whatnot. And I had a drop shadow on the design and on the mock up. And during painting, one of the artists that was helping me asked, hey, are we going to add that drop shadow? I was like, Let's see if we have time for it in the end because there's a big crunch time. We're all busy here and let's just see if it needs it. And at the end of it, it didn't need it. The customer was happy with it. They didn't need that extra small detail of a drop shadow. Really, only artists or calligraphers would maybe see that and be like, hey, maybe that needs a drop shadow. But majority of people, I guarantee zero people at that conference that came up to it, they had like 300 attendees, came up to it and thought, that needs a drop shadow. (laughs) No, nobody. It was just me. It wasn't necessary in the end. And so many times throughout the process, I think, okay, if we get to the end of my book, uh, the podcast episode of the mural of the painting, everything that I put out of the tutorial video, and I need to add something, I'll add it then but I'm not going to stop what I'm doing and go and do something and spend a lot of time on it when I'm not sure in the end if it needs it. That is my biggest tip for saving time is just do the full completed thing because especially with murals, you're looking at the big picture. And so those little tiny details often get missed. Although I know so many artists who love spending time on the little bitty details, and that is so great. I applaud them. That's just not me because I know that sometimes it's just not worth it. Sometimes it's just nice to just mingle with the customers. Like at the Sony event, I was mingling with the attendees and networking and stuff. Sometimes that's more important than maybe adding a little bitty detail that nobody's going to (laughs) notice or spending time with my son rather than spending the entire day in the studio. Sometimes I complete a painting or complete a mural right after lunch. And I'm like, I'm just going to go pick up my son from daycare early because that's what I want to do. I don't want to spend more time on this painting or this little detail that nobody's going to appreciate. I'm going to go live my life. And that's the season that I'm in right now. It's more important to me to pick him up from daycare early because I'm at this season of motherhood right now where it's insane that I take him to daycare during the day and they spend more time with him than I do. That's just crazy. And I just, I don't like it. So I don't do it the majority of the time. So that's my work-life balance of what's happening. And so I just wanted to kind of share if in case you're you're stuck on a mural project and you're not sure and you're in your head, ask the customer or wait till the end. Those two things, or wait till the end to ask the customer. That's the one I like even better because sometimes it's hard to see the finished product if you're like, hey, should we add this and this? They're gonna be like, yeah, sure. Like, wait till the end. If you think it needs to be, then just then ask them then. But don't spend so much time in the middle. Like I'm not pausing this, this episode to go, I don't know, research a bunch of different things or I'm I'm giving you a couple examples, not a ton. And I'm trying not to ramble, but sometimes it happens. But yeah, I just want to make my point. You know, there's so many things on my to-do list of how I can make my business better. Like currently, I want to update the contact form on my website because you go there. I have to where you can watch a video. So you go to artbyandreae.com and you go to my contact form. People can watch a video. And I haven't updated that video in like four years I'm actually, I don't even want to watch it because I I feel like I would cringe at what's on there. But several people contact me say, hey, I watched your video. I understand a little bit about how your business works. And then they send me the info that's needed. I know that things have probably changed and I need to update that. But it's like finding the time that I want to put into it. Like it's really hard for me right now to be like, no, I don't want to hang out with my son. I want to update my contact form. When the video that's on there is probably just fine. It works fine. It could be better, but it's fine. (laughs) And you know, I also want to create these podcasts. I want to figure out a way to put them into blog form and put them on the Arts Academy website. That way, it helps with SEO. And I've been meaning to do that for a while. I haven't, but it's fine (laughs) because plenty of people find the podcast through Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the things. It's fine. It's working. Or I want to create a better referral program for the Academy You know, but people are referring it on their own. Sometimes they're sharing it on their stories, sometimes telling their friends about it. Sometimes I know there's other things that I could be doing, but new students are finding me, you know, or I want to do some creative referral program for my mural business, you know, but people are finding me. I have work. It's like, things could be better, but it's just fine. So, I think I'm at this like comfortable position with having the Academy and having my art business to where things are just running comfortably, not perfectly, but comfortably. And I'm just in this like comfortable spot where I'm like living life and being ambitious enough. And it's really working for me right now. I go, I say that, but I go through spells where there'd be a couple of weeks I'm like, I want to make a new income goal and I'm going to do this. And then I just get burnt out or we get sick or, you know, something that I don't get sleep because my son does whatever. Cause he's a baby. And I'm like, okay, just kidding. I just want to live life and snuggle all day. <laughs> it's just, it's such a weird balance, but ultimately it all comes back to is what you're doing. Working is what I'm doing. Working. And am I happy? You know, like, do I need that extra thing? Probably not. Is what's happening good enough? And it is. I'm happy, and yeah, I interviewed an artist. Um, when I interviewed Dylan DeJesus, uh, he talked about, you know, just always like look into the next new thing. And he mentioned how living in the moment a little bit more. And it was right before I went to that Sony event and I, I interviewed him. If, if you go back, it's he's a shoe artist. He's just a couple episodes back, Dylan DeJesus. And he mentions about how just being thankful for where you are. And that really helped me because I was just about to go to the Sony event and I... It was my first trip away from my baby, and that's all I was thinking about. I was like, I don't want to leave him for four straight nights. It's going to be terrible. Like, And I was just taking, was sucking all the fun out of this amazing thing. I got booked for the Sony event in the mountains of Utah. It was beautiful, and I was just so anxious about leaving him. And he mentioned, I was like, hey, like, be appreciative because... These opportunities that we're getting now would have just killed to have them in the early days, you know? And I was like, you're right. I should be more excited about this. And so I was, and it was hard to leave him at first, but then it was fine because I was having so much fun at this thing and it just felt so great. And I came home and he was alive (laughs) despite my fears and everything's fine. And it was just even sweeter coming home to him. But yeah, I think I kind of got off on a little tangent about that, but yeah, anyway. Okay, that's all I have for you today. I guess if you come away with anything is just it's good enough and then appreciate what you have right now because it's likely one hundred percent better than where you started and all the things. And you know, is if you have a website up, good enough. <laughs> if you have a couple images up, good enough. If you did your first mural, it's good enough. Post it anyway. Just Whatever. (laughs) Okay. That's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Artist Academy podcast, and I'll see you for next week's interview, which I think you'll like. And we are currently going through the fourth quarter success plan in the Artist Academy Advanced. It is our subscription-based cancel anytime art business course membership $37 a month going through the fourth quarter success plan, which is showing you how to sell your art, all the art that you've created throughout the year, how to sell it uh, to your customers and how to do all the salesy stuff that no artists like to do. So as soon as you have a product that is good enough and you're ready to sell it, I would love to help you do that through our fourth quarter success plan in the Artist Academy sign up today. You can cancel in five days. So we have a five day free trial. You can cancel in those five days, no obligations at all. You can get in for a month, absorb everything that we have and then cancel super affordable, or you can stay in with us and we can help you throughout the entire fourth quarter and into the next year of how to make sales and how to grow your art business through murals and prints and everything. And I would love to help you grow your art business and be to a point where you're appreciative of your art business like I am and just you can sit in it and be comfortable. It won't be perfect, but it'll be comfortable. And I'm really passionate about getting every who has ambition to that, this place of comfortability to where you're just okay with, you know, where everything is and enjoying it and being able to pick your kid up from daycare early if you want to. Like that's just, I've never really understood before being a mom, how much emotion goes into and like mom guilt and all the things like giving your kid to a daycare or to a nanny so I can get work done. I love to work. I love it so much. But I'm like, just having that balance and having, working for myself has really helped and be, I can work when I want. I can put customers off when I want, not take things on or take things on and spend as much time with him as I have. It started out, I got him in daycare for two days a week and then we did three and then we have the option of full time, which I hardly do that because I don't want to, (laughs) but it's just it's nice having that comfortable, flexible freedom. You know, in the intro to this podcast that I've had for years, the goal is to have yourself a creative career with financial freedom. And that's what I currently have. And it's so comfortable. <laughs> I guess I guess you that's the word of the day is just I feel very comfortable and I want to help you get there too. So if you need help, we're starting the fourth quarter success plan right now, this month. And we have all the tools, all the ready for me, for you, everything. So just drop in five day free trial. You have nothing to lose and try it out. So if you're not exactly where you want to be, I want to help you do it. And yeah. Okay. I'll tune in. I'm really leaving this time. This is, I'm really going. Okay. I'm going to go live my life. Actually, my son is upstairs and I'm going to go, we're going to go do dinner and the whole thing. It's like a whole bath time routine before bed and all the stuff. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really... When I say thank you, I mean it. It's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras, like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much more. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career, plus I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all-in-one book of advice on art and business that I have, and if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too, because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. (laughs) The book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25 running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast.